Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, Cody Stutes here. He's going to the Combine next week. Covers the Texans, HoustonFootball.com uh, and the Cody Stutes channel. So you think there are two positions. B. Scott in the building for John Lopez. You think there's two positions the Texans must fill by vets because the draft class perhaps will not allow them to fill those needs. What what are these positions you speak of? Well, the first position is running back. So I've heard the adult swim conversation about you just can't spend any money on these running backs. But the first one's running back because there's just not a rookie when you look at the way the Texans draft is set up that you can competently say, okay, well, we're not going to spend any money in free agency on the running back position, and then we're going to bring a rookie in here. Like Most of these guys are going to go in the second round. There's not a B. John Robinson this year. There's not a Jameer Gibbs this year. If there was, there'd be a different conversation, but there's not. There's not going to be a first-round running back unless there's a big shocker. And so you start looking at the second round, and it's like, okay, can you really afford to use that second-round pick on a running back and have a budget running back and a rookie be the top two backs with Damian Pierce as the third running back? That doesn't scream to me like a successful 2024 for the Texans because – as much as this free agency is about like, hey, you got to make smart decisions for the, the next few years, a lot of it's about like fielding the best team in 2024. Like, yeah. Let's worry about 2025 and six when it gets here. Like, Maximize 2024. Like These next couple of years with a cheap C.J. Stroud contract before it gets really expensive, maximize it. So for running backs, like, okay, yeah, you could spend a second-round pick. And look, a few years ago when I felt like the Texans had some stuff going, I was in favor of Jonathan Taylor – but you've got other things that you need to fill with a draft pick and using that second-round pick on a running back here and passing up some of these viable free agent options, I just can't see how that maximizes success in 2024. It annoys me and feels like a conflict when we acknowledge that it's a year-to-year league, but then we start talking about two years from now right. and three years from now, especially if now, – and now it's one thing if you are a rebuilding team, and I think that's probably where some of the disagreement comes with Seth, he still views this as an up and comer. This is Seth Lopez. I'm just kind of the instigator. Yeah, yeah, but but there's that there, there is that whole oh well you're not ready yet thing. Well, it's like well that's what you thought last year, and then it turns out you kind of were, and so now you should go into the next year, the following year, under the guise of or under under the premise of okay, we're not planning for two and three years from now. We're planning for this year in this year to year league. They're, they're thirty minutes. They're thirty minutes away from the AFC Championship game. Yeah, top, top ball game in the divisional round at halftime. Like they're thirty minutes away from making an AFC Championship game. They're ready to rock. So 
investing in that running back spot via free agency, that's the best way you can maximize. And look, if that investment is, hey, we want to bring back Devin Singletary and add another free agent running back and kind of have a duo and a tandem, if you want to do it that way, that's fine. If you want it to be a Saquon Barkley or a Josh Jacobs or a Derrick Henry and then fill out the rest uh, behind that guy, I'm a, I'm I'm in favor of that as well. But there's not a rookie and a low investment free agent that you can confidently turn this rushing attack over to for 2024. And then the other one is just frankly, it's not even really a position that has to be filled by a veteran. It's to me a position that has to be filled by a very particular guy. And Dalton Schultz has to be on this team. There's just not a oh, way. So you're with me on this. That they can put together a high level tight end room without Dalton Schultz. What if they kick the tires on Noah Fant and they think they have like some sort of reclamation project there? Yeah, I, I'm not betting on hope, okay? Uh, Obama's been out hope of office is not for a, a plan. while. Yeah, hope's not a plan, okay? So you can't bet on that. There's no free agent that's anywhere close to Dalton Schultz when it comes to the tight end spot. And the rookies, you're not getting Brock Bowers. He's going to be off the board by the time you pick in the first round. Jatavian Sanders out of Texas. Okay, maybe... You use a second-round pick on him, so your tight end room is a rookie, Brevin Jordan, Team Quateriano, and some you know mid-level veteran. Beck preaching the gospel, you well, know, preach, like, preaching to the choir right now. On I mean, that the, part. Four, the four teams that were left in this thing all had a really good tight end: Mark Andrews, Sam Laporta, George Kittle, and Travis, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. Like the, the the guys that were left all had good tight end play. And look, Dalton Schultz isn't that guy, but you know who's not anywhere close to that guy: Noah Fant, Hunter Henry. You can uh, sell me though, but you can sell me on in that situation. I don't necessarily know. Like if you if you draft if you signed Dalton Schultz and then you decided you wanted Sanders too, I, I wouldn't be against it because I think you can use both of those guys. So I don't. I actually think in that situation, I I'm not against uh, doing both. Oh, I'm 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 very much in favor of adding to the tight end room beyond Dalton Schultz. I just don't think you can have a tight end room in 2024. And be as successful as you want to be without Dalton Schultz. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I have no notes on that. Like, I, I made this exact point yesterday on the show. Like, to me, I'm not overly impressed by Dalton Schultz, but I'd be yeah. lying if I tried to act like he wasn't by far and away better than anything that they've had at that position. And to a point that Landry's been making on the show for what feels like years now, they have not adequately addressed the tight end room until the signing of Dalton Schultz. Like, this is the first time it's felt like they took it seriously and it finally worked out. I'd have a tough time watching them try to, like, hodgepodge their way to that position next year. If if there was a guy that you, you could realistically see them going, like, yeah. if, if you could trade for Njoku from Cleveland. Well, it's, that's like, the point on all of this, it, though. Yeah, like, like if there me, was a guy, I'd feel better about it. There's me, not a guy. Give me the replacement and let me feel good about the replacement. Let me feel good about the player the financial situation and all that, then we can have a conversation. But you're just like, hey, I don't if, if you know, I don't want to create a straw man here. But whoever is just like, nah, let Dalton Schultz go or spend that money elsewhere. All right, well, tell me what you're doing at tight end. And it's and, and an investment in Dalton Schultz doesn't keep you from chasing your linebacker or your defensive tackle or your end or your wide receiver or your running back. Like that's that's not something that just absolutely hamstrings you either. I mean, look, over the past four seasons, he's one of the eight most productive tight ends in all of football. Like you don't want that guy on your team? Yeah, he's good. And listen to CJ talk about him. He's good. Yeah, and listen to him talk about CJ. Yeah. And it's, it's not expensive. You know, it's not. I mean, it's not cheap, but I, I don't know what the market's going to be for Dalton Schultz, but I, I can I can get down with that, but I don't think you signed Dalton Schultz and are satisfied. 
Like no, I, I need no, another no. tight end body. So I'm not. I don't, I don't look at this as like you could even sell me on. They don't need to be aggressive at wide receiver. Like you could sell me on it. You could, if you want. If you wanted to try to say Nico and Tank at the top, I can at least like understand that. But I don't think you signed Dalton Schultz, and that prevents you from adding bodies to that room. No, you absolutely should continue to to add to the tight end position post a Schultz resigning because. Brevin Jordan, I understand we all remember the playoff, the big playoff play, but I mean he was banged up at some points. He was a non-factor at some points. Tim Quintiano's never stayed healthy, so you can't bet on him. And so you need to add I'm bodies. Not buying his stock anymore, Fig. You sit there and laugh every time. I, I was just about to ask about this. I was just about yeah, to ask you about this. That's hey, a guy. Move on, man. We can't, can't, move on. We can't man. interest you in a in a comeback move season. On, move, move on. <laughs> yeah. So the, I mean, look, the, and again, it's not a heavy. Top heavy tight end class. There's some guys there, middle round, late round. You know, Theo Johnson from Penn State's a name that people have uh, started to talk about here in recent weeks. The, the combine will be interesting because I bet there's some freaky You're going to be out there. Yep. Yep. There's going to be some freaky athletes at the tight end and wide receiver spot at the combine. This I think week. this year's, I think this year's tight end is last year's wide receiver. Um, I, I think that wide receiver, I, I have, I'm very intrigued to see. And there's a name I'll throw out at noon here on In the Loop Sports Radio 16. I'm very intrigued to see what the market says to all of these wide receivers, given how deep the draft is at that position. I I love some of these wide receivers in this draft, and I feel like there's a, a number of names that are just the perfect fit. Give me with, one. Yeah. Give me one. Yeah, every draft nerd needs to put a sock on the door the way they talk about the wide receivers in this Give this me draft. one. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Daniel Jeremiah said if you if you eliminate positional value, the top three players might be wide receivers. Yeah. And I don't see the Texans getting one of those. Yeah, right. But what? Give me a name. Like, let's say the Texans' first round pick. Give me, give me a name. Troy Franklin out of Oregon. Yeah. The, the, Daniel Jeremiah yesterday talking about him. He said, "As I watched all these top cornerbacks, there's a lot of blood on the hands of Troy Franklin as he just ran past a bunch of these top cornerbacks. Like, just speed, just speed. 
just gets deep. 81 gets, catches, 13, 83, 14 touchdowns, 17 yards per catch. Good Lord. Yeah. He's a freak. Good yeah, he's Lord. on my He's list. a freak. And then Brian Thomas Jr. from LSU, he's sort of – he's Jeremiah's 15th best player in his top 50, so he, he may not be there at 23. But if he's there at 23, when you think about the way Bobby Slowick uses wide receivers and he kind of mixes and matches and sometimes Nico's in the slot, sometimes Nico's yeah. outside and tanks it, Thomas can do it all too. Yeah. He's an inside-outside guy. Um, he just – you might have just said this. He's he's mocked Daniel Jeremiah's latest mock has him going to the Texans. I don't know if you right. just mentioned it, it, that. He has a, he has him yeah. as the fifteenth best player in the big board. Yeah, and then some mocks have him going there. And Jeremiah thinks that after the combine, he's going to keep flying up the board. It's like there's wide receiver names. Yeah. So Troy Franklin and Brian Thomas Jr. from LSU. And, and that, that same Jr. mock's got Franklin being the last pick of the first round. So those are two guys that just based off of that mock, this particular mock, feel like they could be available to you at that spot. Absolutely. I mean, look, and that's that's now because next yeah, week when yeah, guys it, run a 4-3, it, yeah. everyone's like, oh, he's not going to be there. The, the dream debate for me, like if we're laying out like dream situations, and I want to I want to pose a question uh, in the 11 o'clock hour coming up at 11.35. I want you guys to think about this. The Texans added two Pro Bowlers – in the draft, Will Anderson and C.J. Stroud. Yep. If I told you the Texans were going to add two Pro Bowlers, what two positions would you pick for the Ooh. Texans to add? That's at 11.35. Think about that. Get it on the YouTube. Get it on the Twitch. But for me, the best debate that we could be having when you're mentioning these receivers, Stutes, and, and uh, B. Scott, is – is Nico Collins your best receiver? Because you're going to have to start making tough decisions. Like, eventually you're going to have to let good players go. Like, especially if you're building a roster. If if we get to a point where Tank Dell comes back, and let's say Tank, Tank Dell builds on what he did last year, and you find a wide receiver like Franklin, or if you sign a wide receiver, and we're having the debate, is Nico Collins even your best receiver? And there's a portion of people that say you got to let Nico walk. To me, that is success because now you go from having uh, two more guys on their rookie deal, especially in like the Franklin scenario, and you continue to have this flexibility instead of having to pay Nico Collins whatever Nico Collins would demand. And who knows? Maybe he demands less. Yeah. But I think that's the best debate you can have is Nico Collins has a good year, but you're still having a discussion about his tank better or his... Franklin better, or is this guy better? It's got to be undoubtedly a good problem, don't you think, Stoops? A good problem to have where you're like, hey, do we want to pay Nico? You know, like that, because that means that he is more along the lines of what he was this past year as opposed to the injury riddled quarterback list Nico that you saw his first two seasons. I'd, I'd love a whole nother year of proof before I even think yeah. about a Nico Collins contract. Yeah. And you have that opportunity. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to pay him this offseason. He can he he never has to hit free agency like that's the that's a, one of the best parts is like yeah like if he has a really good season okay well it's gonna cost more well I'm happy to pay it if he has another really good season yeah, yeah. I'm happy to pay it if he has like another okay season but a rookie comes in also has a good season it's like hey it's a negotiating element for the Texans they can say well you know we don't have to pay you this much yeah. because and, and maybe they get guys. in early on that right like we've heard Nick Casario talk a lot on this station about. Being and, and you talked to him about this at our press conferences, his philosophy on negotiating these in-season contracts. If it looks like Nico Collins is on his way to having, you know, to replicating or close to replicating what he did last year, maybe they start having that conversation during sure. the season and before the market gets outsized or ridiculous and he hits the market, you figure something out. Now, there is one element about a rookie that I don't 
love being the third wide receiver, and maybe I lean towards a veteran, is sometimes you just don't get enough opportunity to get better as a rookie figuring out the NFL. And so maybe a veteran is more ready to attack everything from that third wide receiver spot. Because in practice, if you're the third wide receiver, Nico's getting work, Tank's getting work. That's where the offense kind of goes. Like, how much better can you get? Plenty of footballs to go around. Yeah. yeah, okay. I mean, if you if you want to operate that way, then I'm I'm certainly okay. Like, I might have to have y'all leave the studio uh, during the commercial break. I'm watching Troy F- Franklin highlights. I might have to put a do not disturb on the uh, on the door. He's he's uh, he's my favorite wide receiver. Yeah, in might, the might be sold on this. Landry yep. Locker, uh, B. Scott, Cody Stutes, uh in the building here on In the Loop on Sports Radio 610. Do you guys have any? Because I'm I'm sensing who y'all's hell yes are. When it comes to the offseason, are there any like absolute, like whether it's a draft prospect, whether it's a free agent, do y'all have any absolute hell no's? Hell no. I want nothing to do with that. I do. The The main one was the one we talked about earlier with Patrick Queen. Yep. Like I'm, I'm not paying $17 million to a, a running, uh, I'm sorry, to a linebacker. And I've got all of these holes to fill that we talked about with the roster, all of this opportunity that you can that you can't have to upgrade the roster. And then my main thing with it is like, why are you going to pay $17, $18 million to a linebacker and you got a linebacker's coach slash defensive coordinator slash all-pro linebacker as your head coach? Like we talk about, we had this discussion earlier in the week about D'Amico Ryan's pixie dust versus the C.J. Stroud spell. Like paying Patrick Queen is just definitely saying that you don't believe in this D'Amico Ryan's pixie dust thing at all because you think you need to go get the highest ticket item or inside linebacker. Like, I, I'm categorically opposed to that. I'm, I'm certainly in favor of adding to the linebacker room in, in some way, shape, or form, free agency draft. But the, the way I look at Patrick Queen is the Ravens spent $24 million average annual value on Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen last year. And then some team's going to pay average annual value of Patrick Queen $17, $18 million a year. Yeah. It's like, is he really just $2 million less good than Roquan Smith. He's not. No. That's what the market's going to dictate, and somebody's going to pay it because they need it, but it shouldn't be the Texans. And this is a little football-y, but don't overlook. It's sort of being football-y. Hey, look, and it's football-y for the Ravens, too, but just on the Patrick Queen point, don't overlook how much better he got once Roquan Smith got there. Correct. Once they were able to play off of each other. Yeah, he was kind of a disappointment before. He didn't even get his fifth-year option picked up. Yo, You know how bad you have to be to not get your fifth-year option picked up? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, when we're talking about, like, and this was the, the, when when the adults were speaking earlier, Sean and Seth, and they were talking about, you know, reckless money, and then the name Patrick Queen comes up, I'm like, that is the, that is the, that is the example. Like, when you, when you talk about, like, rookie, like, free agent deals that have gone wrong, Paying Patrick Queen max value four or five years, that is the ultimate example of a bad contract. It would be a silly investment that doesn't... Depending on the money, obviously, but we, we always go off with like the, the spot rack at 16, he's, 17. He's going to be the second or third highest paid linebacker, linebacker in the league. I, I prefer whatever the drop-off is between Patrick Queen and Blake Cashman, and I understand Blake Cashman is going to cost a lot more than what he used to, but he ain't going to cost that what Patrick Queen is. I, and I'm not even Cash saying it's coming back. Yeah, but I'm saying just do that. Well, Why, just do that and draft someone. There's, there's, or, yeah, or, do, or do that. I, I don't love the draft. It's not a great linebacker draft, but yeah, um, you can get a project. Th- there's more free agents than for the price, Patrick, though. There's more free agents than Patrick Queen. Like you don't have to spend at the top of the market. That's true. Re- remember the guy that almost single handedly beat the Texans himself. 
in Carolina, Frankie Louvu. Yeah, that he's, guy's he's a, a hot name right yeah. now. Yeah, he's, he's a hot there. name that right now. That guy's a free agent. You've got yeah. top a, 30, top 35 type free agent. I'm a big fan of him. You've yep. got a guy that, uh, you know, you want to bet on D'Amico Ryan's drawing the best out of him. How Jordan Brooks? Yeah. You know, the, you, you want a reclamation project? You want a guy that's going to get, you know, get maximized? You know, Jordan Brooks from Seattle, he's a free agent. Like, there's, it's not just Patrick Queen and nobody else. Like, there's plenty of free agents you can Levante go Levante David's out there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's plenty of names. Coming up, a familiar face of Texans disrespect says the Texans, not only are they not going to make the playoffs next year, they're going to finish third in the division. Plus, the city of Houston has New York on their knees. Internet going nuts next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.